gender. So We are back. We are back. Shout out to the CIA. <clears throat> One love to the feminine, beautiful, inspirational ladies in the house. The FBI. How we doing, everybody? Let's get the sound going. Testing, testing. One, two, testing. One, two. That's what we're doing. All right. Your godfather's back in the house, and the house is definitely packed. Let's get on into it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Healing Together with Dr. Kevin Samuels. <laughs> you like that shit, don't you? You ain't no doctor. Who is this dude think he is trying to help men become the best version of themselves and got the nerve to be trying to be out here and network and be successful and build bridges with people of understanding? You're supposed to stay over here in the He-Man Woman Haters Club and just ring your finger. We hate you. Shut up. Shut the French toast up. It is what it is. And until you can do better, I'm what you got. You want to talk? You can tell I'm until you can do better. I'm what you got. Don't talk about it. Be be it. Be about it. All right. Let's get the likes up, people. I think it was an interesting video. I think, it was, I think it's going to be interesting times around here because relationships are front and center. Relationships are front and center. Why? Because um, what a lot of people who have means and, and connections don't understand is when they leave their place of employment, they have lives to go to. Most people don't. Most people don't have lives to go to in particular, the ladies. 
Modern women really don't have lives to go to. If you were on my Instagram last night, I uploaded a video talking about um, an ex a stripper. She said it. I'm a stripper. I'm not calling her a stripper. She called herself a stripper. Stripper, a 36-year-old stripper who wants to be a luxury housewife and don't want to lift a finger. What's so crazy about that is because um, then I turned around and interviewed another woman, another woman, similar age, wanting the same outcomes. And here's the thing, no shade. Hey, want what you want. Candle of the evening. Uh, it's from Hotel One in Brooklyn. It's their signature scent. And fragrance of the evening is one from Beverly Hills Parfumery. It's from a fragrance line called Fra uh, Fragrance Dubois. And it's called Sahra. S-A-H-R-A-A. God damn, it's good. It is so damn good. Probably one of my favorite fragrances of the last three years. Uh, I'm not going to lie. They are proud of their fragrances. They are not giving them away. Uh, but I will tell you this. A 50 ml bottle will be enough for a lifetime for most people. I'm telling you, I'm glad I found this fragrance out. So, uh, let's get into it. Since we're a little bit behind tonight, we're going to go ahead and get right into the program. And what is that? So, I want to I mention something off the top because YouTube is a place where people seem to feel like because they said something or they did something and because they may have done it first or whatever, it's like people are making intellectual property claims to things that really you can't make an intellectual property claims to. Now, we do the best to credit, give credit to things as, as possible, but when it's all said and done, the stuff we talk about on this channel is stuff that's been talked about in barbershops, basketball courts, locker rooms, golf courses, from time immemorial. Okay, it said we have no internet connection. From time immemorial, okay guys? So just like Ice Cube said back in the, back in the day, in the, whole, in the whole thing, jacking for beats, you can't copyright no beats. You can't copyright no damn ideas. You can't copyright an idea. You can't copyright a talking point. You can't copyright a phrase. Why is this important? Because I'm going to talk about something tonight that I'm going to give credit. Somewhat. Somewhat. I'm going to give credit only because it is the right thing to do. Not because I have to. But I'm not going to give, I'm not going to extend credit all the way through because one thing did not lead to the other. Why am I, what are we talking about? Last night, when I was talking to the woman online, if you watch the video, let's get the likes up, folks. If you watched the video last night, one thing that would, should have stood out to you, I know it stood out to me, is when I was talking to this woman about dating and relationships and things like that, we got on the subject of you know, dating and, and, and sex. And she brought up the fact that she had gone out with guys 
uh, and knowingly, she was not attracted to them. And she did exactly what that New York Times article talked about. One, th- one out of three women report going on dinner, going on dates with men that they weren't attracted to. Okay? That's what she said. She mentioned it full, full-fledged that, hey, yeah, I will go out with a man, I will deal with a man, and I will knowingly not want to be in a relationship with this guy. And you know what? How did she phrase it? She said, well, I feel like I'm playing football out here. I'm trying to get his time, attention, resources, and everything else without giving up the goodies. And to her, that's just fine. Why? Because modern women have weaponized one thing. Modern women's weapon of choice is the possibility. The possibility is modern women's weapon of choice. Let's define possibility. So we're all on the same page. The possibility. You guys see it? Now, a thing that may happen or be the case. That's the possibility. A thing that may happen or may be the case. That's the possibility. Okay? Uh, A state of fact of being likely or possible. A thing that may be chosen or done out of several possible alternatives. But the first one, a thing that may happen. There is no better word. Likelihood, chance of, this, that. There's no better word than possibility. And modern women have weaponized the possibility. What have they weaponized the possibility of? Sex. The possibility of sex. There's a book on the title, on the very on the on the on the concept, uh, and it's titled "The Possibility of Sex." And there's something else, in, and I haven't read the book, but it is it, it is well known in it's well I would say it's known in these sectors. But the possibility of sex is a phrase. The likelihood of sex, the chance of sex. You guys know this like I know. You've heard me talk to women off and on, and women will often focus on the possibility more than the probability. Like now, it's not on Instagram when I'm talking to a woman saying that you're you're shooting outside of your sexual marketplace value, and she asked a question after 30 minutes of conversation, well, what if I get up to this high income status and whatever, and what did I ask her to do? I said, what is the possibility, what is the probability that that will happen in the next five years? And out of her mouth, she said three, maybe 5%. To which I said, that means there's a 97, a 95 to 97% chance that it won't happen. Yet, you're asking a question about something with such a, such a small chance of happening. That's because, ladies, you have weaponized the possibility so much that you have turned the gun on yourself. 
Modern women have been playing this possibility game so much that now you're shooting yourself with it. That's what you're doing. You're shooting yourself with this whole thing. You can't make this stuff up. Modern women have weaponized the possibility so much to now y'all are in trouble. Why do you say that, Kevin? Well, let's look at the evidence, shall we? Let's look at the evidence. Women are holding out, getting married to men that, that, that are suitable. Why? You couldn't make this stuff up. Why are women holding out the possible? Why are women holding out marriage to men that are suitable? Why? Because it's possible later on down the road, somewhere on down the road, that I may find a guy who has more, better elbows, nicer, nicer forearms, whatever. The possibility is enough to where women are they're just like, ah, screw it, I'll risk it. All right, that's what women are doing. You have turned something that you were using to your advantage against you. Women, modern women's uh, favorite weapon is now a weapon that men are using. Because we have to. Get the likes up, folks. We need to, I'm a, okay, we need another 500 likes. Get them up. Come on, man. I shouldn't have to keep asking for this. So we're on the same page. The women have turned the possibility of everything. Women have turned the possibility so much that you're confusing yourselves. The possibility. How, how long will women stay in a, in, a, in, a, in a situation with a deadbeat dude? A situation because of the possibility. Well, it's possible he may change his mind. And women, if you can start dealing with probability instead of possibility, the world will be a better place. But let's talk about the, the possibility is women's weapon of choice. But by far, women's, modern weapons, favorite weapon, their favorite weapon, their go-to, the thing that they use when all else fails is the possibility of sex. Women across the board have been taught and will use the possibility of sex to dangle out in front of men to get what they want. Here's the problem. Women know they're, what they're going to do. They know in, in a very short frame of time whether or not you're the kind of guy they want to have sex with. But how many times do we hear women say, well, I don't know. He may not be my so-and-so, but I go out with him a few times and maybe the attraction will raise such and so forth. And then you ask one question. There's a guy that didn't have to take you to 15 uh, steak dinners before you decided to have sex with him. 
Well, that's true, and that's the problem. Because now, because the sexual marketplace is deregulated, wide open, women are making their own choices. You're delaying marriage. You're delaying serious relationship. Now what you're doing is you're going out and getting your, sowing your wild oats, doing all this other kind of stuff. And the older you get, the higher, the more you want. So as your sexual marketplace value is going down, your price is going up. And you still think that the possibility of sex with you is high enough. No. There are women I have heard of who have three children by three different dudes in their late 30s or 40s talking about their virgin and don't want to have sex until they are married. Ladies, the possibility of sex is uh, the joke's on you. The joke's on you. Why? Why is the joke on you? Because there's so many women out here thinking they're holding on to this. You're the prize and you sitting on the prize and this and that and such and so forth. And men are back there doing this. (laughs) Men are like, what are you talking about? You got two kids and you 272 pounds. Greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, you name it! And you think that I need to take you to Ruth Chris and buy you a G-Wagon, and then maybe you'll think about having sex, and then possibly maybe you'll submit? You couldn't make this stuff up. And make this stuff up. You couldn't make this stuff up. A lot of women really believe that the possibility of sex holds the same weight as it did when you were young. But here's the problem. Think about when you're hungry for something. You got your mouth set for something. I love I love pizza, certain kind of pizza, but I love fried catfish. I love uh, barbecue, like ribs more than beef. But I love ribeye. I want you to think about your favorite meal, your favorite meal ever. And I want you to think about it this way. And I want you to think about it. You go to a restaurant. Let's say you go to someplace like Papado. Papado is still good to me. I like Papado. Shout out to the Papas family. You go to Papado, and they tell you, I'm sorry, tonight we're on a two-hour wait. But you've got your mouth set for that blackened oyster and shrimp fondue. Damn. No place else in the world makes black and oyster and shrimp fondue like the Pappas Corporation. There's no going here. There's no going there. You got to wait. So what do you do? You sit there with your friends or whatever. You get on your iPad, your phone. You do some work. You chitter chat with your friends. You do whatever you have to do to kill time because you got to have that black and oyster and shrimp fondue. That's just what it is. That's what it is. And then it goes from two hours to an hour and a half. You're running out of things to talk about. Well, you're still okay about this time because you've had a drink. You're talking to your friends. Then it goes from an hour and a half to an hour. Now you're starting to get a little antsy. You're starting to run out of stuff to talk about. You're starting to see who got set. Then it's 45 minutes. You're getting closer. 
around the 90-minute mark, around the hour and a half mark, you are ready to go. You are salivating like Pavlov's dog. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> we're about to, oh, oh my Jesus. Can I get you, can I bring an appetizer? You're like, no, 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 I don't want nothing. I don't want a soda, I don't want no water, I don't want a bread. I want to save all my available appetite for that black and oyster and shrimp fondue. I, I done drove all the way out of here, I done stood in line, and I'm about to, ooh, I'm about to, I'm about to, ooh. Fuck this shit. Ooh, I'm about to fuck this shit. Oh, I'm about to get it. 15 minutes, they'll tell you, hey, party of four, you're, you're up next. And you're like, oh, then you sit down. Finally, they sit you down. And then your server comes over. Hey, welcome to Papa Dough. We have some specials. Uh, 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 hold on. <laughs> Fuck out. I know what I want. The black and oyster and shrimp fondue. No oysters, sub shrimp. Because you know a lot of black folks don't eat oysters. I'm like, oh, we like to know what you want. Yeah. Then you've eaten it so long, you know the cook time. That's 8 to 10 minutes. 8 to 12, depending on the restaurant. He's like, all right. <laughs> Been two hours. You just put it in, put it in before my drink order's in, and then you start and you start doing this. You start watching the shit come out of the kitchen. Ooh, 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 ooh. You see that dish with the handle. You're like, oh, oh, is that my oh that's one, this one, this one. Oh, they didn't want to. This one, oh yeah. Then all of a sudden, this person comes out with a tray, with the plates, and they look in your direction. <laughs> they don't look over there. They don't look over there. They look in your general direction. Table 62. And they make a beeline to table 62. And you're like, oh. You can hear it's like almost like slow motion. Slow motion for me. Move it. Slow motion for me. Uh, I like it like that. She Anyway. <laughs> Then they bring it over. They, they put the tray stand down, drop the tray. Did you guys have the black noise and shrimp fondue? Yes, we did. All conversation stops. You rolling up sleeves. Game time. It is game. They move the stuff. She sets the black and oyster and shrimp fondue here. They put the garlic bread out there and pass out the side plates. And you're looking like a Viking chief. Ugh. You take that spoon and you break the top of that cheese and all of a sudden this steam. And the smell of the lemon and the herbs and the spices and everything just hits you and you start to drool a little bit. Like, oh, 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 oh. You got a piece of hot garlic toast and you ladle out the black and oyster shrimp fondue and you put in the cheese is sticky and the Swiss cheese sherry wine sauce and just dripping. You got a little mushroom, a little, little spinach, the right shrimp, a little, oh, I didn't smell, Bobby. And then you go, you know how we do, because it's hot. You do this like this. You bite it, but you can't wait. It's been two and a half hours. You bite down into it and it's hot. So you go, because you know it's hot and sticky. And you let it roll around so you don't burn your mouth because you don't want to mess up this experience. Oh, and it's so, so good. It's decadently good. You don't want nothing to drink because cold water with fat and it just spoils. You don't want no one. You're just like, ah, no one's talking. You literally almost eat your knuckle off trying to eat that black and oyster shrimp fondue and the garlic toast. But one ain't enough. One ain't enough. You go in, because there are two loads of garlic. Come on, you go for another one. 
and you're doing all over again, but you're not nearly as ravenous. I mean, you're still hungry, but you're like, whoo, and you bite it. It's a little bit more cool now, and now you can really savor this one. You put a crawfish on there. You make sure you get another button mushroom, another spinach. I used to do this shit in real life. So now your, your, your blood sugar starts to rise because it's so rich, the fat and sugar and all that other stuff. And after the second one, you're like, ooh, the third one comes around. You're like, all right, round three, fight. Eh. You're not reaching over as heavy now, but it's still hot. It's still good. But, you know, we paid for it. You eat it, you start talking again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Drink a little something. Then after you eat the third one, time for the fourth one. <sighs> Recognize you're kind of full. Kind of full. Blood sugar is up. You you got you got stage four, stage three itis. You're kind of like. That's so rich. I can't really eat any more of it. You can't take it home and heat it up. Either you eat it now or it's gone. So now you messed around and got an appetizer that was for four people, for two people, and you got to power through it. And you finish it. You and whoever you're sitting down with finish it. Then it's time for your entree, and they bring out the red snapper, Yvette, or whatever, and you've realized that you're going to have a to-go bag because you're only going to get a halfway through this meal, if at all. Money y'all messed around and got the papado platter, the lunch plate. You're taking food home. Why? Because that, that, that dish you came here for was so rich, so good, it filled you up. You don't have any desire for it anymore. You've had it. It's good. But you realize that it, the rest of the meal was kind of wasted. You can't reheat catfish the same way. It don't, it don't, it's not the same. What, what is this all going to? Ladies, your sex is like the black and shrimp fondue. We've had it. We know what it is. There's nothing special about it other than we like you and we want to maybe the first bite or two. But after the first bite, eh. The second bite, uh, but after the third time of having sex with you, it's kind of like it's a vagina. But you ladies act like it's the first time every time and we're supposed to pay that high-ass price. Women are out walking around acting like I got this great new dish called black and oyster and shrimp fondue. No one else has it anywhere, only here, only for a limited time. Y'all walking around like the goddamn black and oyster and shrimp fondue with the damn McRee. <laughs> Come on to hell. Oh, Jesus Christ. You don't have, you're not, it's not the McRib, ladies. It's not the McRib. <laughs> oh, Big Shirley. It is not the McRib, Okay. Y'all are acting like we're supposed to just fiend for it. And they're like, all right, cool. Now, I want you to imagine if that server came out and said, okay, you enjoyed your black and oyster and shrimp fondue? That was your appetizer. Okay, you know what we have for dinner? We're going to serve you a larger black and oyster and shrimp fondue for dinner. Huh? That's the only thing we have for dinner is black and oyster and shrimp fondue. 
but I had it for appetizer. Nope, this is dinner. Oh, you didn't know? You signed the contract. You only get one. You get the same shit for appetizer. You get a big portion for dinner. You get a smaller portion for dessert. How many people will be really willing to go for that? Ooh, give me the appetizer, dinner, and dessert portion of black and oyster shrimp fondue. And you want to charge progressively higher prices. If you got the appetizer portion, it's $20. $25. The appetizer portion is $25. The dinner portion is $150. And the dessert version, eh, it's $75. Uh, I don't want $250 worth of black and oyster and shrimp fondue. I, I didn't even want three bites. But because men have an appetite for sex, that we are willing to stand in line for two hours, sit around with an annoying server, wait for a cook time for those three bites, you ladies think that we are willing to pay $250 for your McRib. <laughs> God damn it. No. no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's where you screwed up. You ladies are charging too much for something that somebody else has already had. And we know it. And you know we know it. And the older you get, the more people that have eaten your McRib. <laughs> the, more- <laughs> the more people who had your McRib. Because you talk about your previous, you talk about the previous franchise owner. Oh, I dated this guy and I dated this guy. And we should make saying that's one, that's two, that's three. All right, you've had three relationships, so that's three, that's three diners. Oh, four, five relationships. So one, two, three, four, five. And you expect me to pay premium prices for a dish you've served five times. And that's not including when you went down to Cabo or to Jamaica or the Bahamas or when you went to Tijuana that weekend or Vegas or whatever, or when you went to uh, Chippin, yeah, you done, you done gave that shit away for the price of some nuggets. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm. Yeah, you have, and we know it. So now men are hip to this. The women leverage the possibility of everything with us. Possibility... And see, women used to say, well, men leverage the possibility of relationships. No, we don't. That may have, that may have flown in 1972. But since 1995, that shit's out the window. What's 1995? Uh, the, the year Big Mama died. In the mid-90s, we lost the last of the Big Mamas. The women who were baby boomers who gave birth to the baby boomers, the women who were born between 1915 and 1930, 1910 and 1930, we lost them in 1995. Soul food. I want you to remember when Big Mama died, everything lost. I did this broadcast where he talked about the 90s and dating. In 1995 is a seminal moment. Because that was when the last of the big mamas started to die, my grandmother's generation. And ever since then, 
this has been a, we have been, we will be, we were, we, we have been in turmoil. Why is this important? Because you ladies are still walking around expecting men to pay high prices and you're still using the same old talking points. Well, men leverage a possibility of relationships. Men initiate almost 100% of marriages. Women initiate about 70 to 80% of divorces. And I said this on somebody's channel today. I've heard more women in general, black women in particular, still talking that same old bullshit about, the, well, the reason we walk away from marriages is because we're being abused and cheated on. Shut the French toast up. It is a lie from the pit of hell, and I rebuke it. I rebuke. Black women cheat at a 24% rate when asked. Black men cheat at a 28% rate. You are not being cheated on like these women say, and you're not being ooh, 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 up like hotcakes. That's bullshit. But it's something that women say to jerk, shirk accountability for the fact that you're just leaving relationships, and guess what? Every relationship you go to, you expect a guy to pay more. You expect the guy to pay more and more and more and more. And guess what? You think because you've made bad decisions, because you've laid down with this dude and that dude and given it away when you shouldn't have given away, you think you're going to get the, la the, la the person that you want to, to pay the most for it to, 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 to drive it off the lot and sign the papers. You want him to pay the most and give him the least. Gentlemen, modern women's Favorite weapon is the possibility that they'll have sex with you. This isn't a new concept to me. This is not a new. For, this is something that men have known for the longest. But now it is time for you to start telling women that we know this is what you're doing. This is why when I said high value men don't cheat, they exercise options. This is why when I said women should not go out on a date number one with a man they are not sexually attracted to. And I said, you should not go on date number two with a man that you would not have sex with on that date. That is why it sent shockwaves through the, the dating relationship community, because what it did is it called women to a task to say, if you're not sexually interested in a man, leave his pockets alone. But no, I need time to be able to go out to see if he can raise attraction. So in other words, he needs to do this and do that and jump over this barrel and do this and do that and this and that. And, that, and then maybe somewhere down the line, you would be willing to give it to him. Remember the coochie coupon? See, women don't like the fact that we're talking about no to the possibility of sex with them. They don't like it because it's their number one most favorite weapon. It's their go-to. It's their sky hook. It's their whatever their go-to play old. It's Cap Boso over the middle. It's Bo Jackson on the outside. Every game has a play that breaks the game. Every game has a glitch. And the possibility of sex is the modern woman's glitch in the dating and mating arena. Until recently. There's been a patch. <laughs> There's been a patch to remove the glitch. It's called men's centric content, a men's centric universe, MCU. There's been a patch that men are getting to update the software to address the glitch, the bug, 
And the fix is get consent up front. Be direct. Indirect. If, gentlemen, if you continue to not get clarification on what's happening and why you're doing what you're doing, you leave yourself open to all these things. And then to that end, the book, The Possibility of Sex, as I understand it, uh, discusses this in detail. I haven't read it. Um, but I will say this. I've never been much of an indirect kind of person. I've always been much more speak my mind. Why? Because when I, well, I'm not going to lie, man, say that. I'm not going to say that. When I was less speaking my mind, I got played a lot. Younger. Trying to be the nice guy. Going to indirect. And it's much better to just get up front. Look, ladies, we're not asking you to get out here and sleep with everybody. Nope. Not saying that at all. Don't misquote me. Don't put it on this blog or that blog. Kevin Sammies want women to go out here. No, no, no. I'm saying don't go out with men you're not sexually attracted to. Like your big mama would have told you, don't accept nothing from no man that you don't plan on giving him something for. Don't use the fact, well, I didn't ask him for it. I didn't beg him for it. Don't use any, anything where I would have paid. No, no. Because if you... Let me give you a different example. I hate people who don't tip. I can't stand them. Can't stand them. I don't hang out with people who don't tip. And I'll tell them to their face, can't stand you. Because they can tip. And when they'll tell you, I don't tip based on principle. They got some bullshit ass reason. Well, they should pay them a living wage and they should do this and do that, and, uh, and it's not my fault. I pay for the meal and this and that, and who shot John? And I'm like, okay, I hear you. But if you, since you're such a principled in the person, you're standing 10 toes down on your square with your manhood and all this other shit, here's what you do. You look your server in the eye before they go get a thing and say, hey, Carrie, Charles, just want you to know that no matter what level of service you deliver me today, I will tip you zero dollars and zero cents. On principle alone, there is nothing you can do to change my mind, and this is not a direct impact upon you, your level of service, or your professionalism. I just wanted you to know that there's nothing you can do that's going to get me to pay anything other than the what's stated on my check. I have never had someone to take that challenge. Because when you say, why don't you do it? Well, man, I ain't going to do that. Why? Why? Well, they may spit in my food. No. Their camera's everywhere. They're not going to spit in your food. But the reality is they wanted to get the service. The reality is if I do that, my food will come slow. The service will be bad. I won't get refills. So I'm like, so in other words, you want them to do the job they're supposed to do. You understand the custom, what's customary, but you, because it's not obligated, because it's not law, because it's not, you don't have to do it. You're playing in the gray area. Tipping is the custom. You know, it's the custom. It's the accepted custom. This is how many women operate in the sexual marketplace with men they're not sexually attracted to. They don't tip. 
That's right. <laughs> McRibs tipping. We are all over the place. But that's the point. Now, how many women would be, if you went to a man and said, look here, um, Keith, Brad, Lee, Ahmed, Keith, and Enrique, Mr. High Value, Mr. Blue Henry, Mr. White Collar Henry, Mr. Hit Squad, Mr. Uh, high Earner Not Rich Yet, whatever you are, look, no matter what you do, no matter how many times you call me, text me, you can send me flowers, candles, perfume, you can take me to five-star restaurant, I mean, five-star hotels, fancy restaurants, trips, this, you could buy me this, that, nothing you do will change the fact that I am not going to have sex with you. You do not sexually excite me. You do not sexually turn me on. And there's nothing you can do that will make me want to have sex with you. And let me address this in the Dumb and Dumber movie. Is there a scenario that could happen that I might have sex with you? Well, I guess there's a scenario where I might have sex with you. No. There's a scenario I might have sex with you, but it's like a one in 14,653,972 chance. The man would not do the Jim Carrey and say, then there's hope. You know what he would do? He would say, thank you for being honest with me. Enjoy your life. But that would mean you wouldn't get to go to La Colonia, uh, Le Billa Bouquet, Capitol Grill, Foco de Child, uh, where did I go? Mastro's, Salt Bay, Spago, uh, Ocean Prime, uh, um, Tavern on the Green, what is that restaurant over there? In, what is that down there in Brooklyn? The Riverside Cafe, the River Cafe? Yeah, you wouldn't be staying in four-star hotels, five-star hotels. No, no, you would be getting nothing. And that would be fair, just like the person who goes to the restaurant and says, I don't tip. They will get their meal. They will get their meal. They wouldn't get anything extra. They pay for their meal and leave. But see, we already have stuff like that. It's called fast food or a buffet or something like that. But when you come to a restaurant and sit down and they have servers, the custom is, you know, it's different. So gentlemen, if you don't tip, don't talk shit about women who play games with the possibility of sex. That's on you. I know many guys who don't tip and then complain about the games women play. I'm like, to you too, buddy. You can't shirk one custom and then expect another one. But maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm all wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm just screwed up. Maybe I'm just old. Maybe I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know. But I'm willing to have the conversation. But I have a question to the women out there. Do you think women weaponize the possibility of sex with modern men? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I That's the perfect question. You, the perfect, yes. Absolutely, yes. 
Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. They. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I heard that correctly. Do they weaponize the possibility of sex, guys? What do you think? Yes, absolutely. Oh my God, I w that's the perfect question. You, the perfect, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely, yes. Ladies, if you don't like that men are starting to Netflix and chill, you don't like the fact that men aren't dating anymore. If you don't like the fact that this, that, then understand what you've done to get yourself here. You've weaponized the possibility of relationship, femininity, commitment, I mean, submission, sex, agreeableness. You weaponized everything men are seeking to gain from you. You put a price tag on it, and it's, but the, but the fact of the matter is you're running a scam. You have a price tag on it, but you don't intend to deliver what you don't, but you don't intend to deliver. You wouldn't accept that in your world, but you expect men to just get out here and do it day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out, and not complain about it and just keep on moving like that's just what it costs because you got to make real, <laughs> because you got to make real. Because you think you got to make real. Again, remember what we're talking about. Women are so emboldened because they have a make rib, so they think that we're supposed, men are supposed to be stupid. And what told them this? Execute order 66. Now, I know there are all this other kind of stuff and blah, 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 blah. And no, no, and what would I tell those guys? Beta. Beta. No, I'm not. I'm promoting that you just be up front. But see, guys, I'm open the call line just a second. The reason women don't like this is because it would directly impact their people skills. Because just like that woman I talked to the other day, and I asked, what do you bring to the table? And she said, my looks. I'm like, a $600,000 man, $650,000 a year man, and all you bring to the table is her looks. And she said, well, what else could he want? I mean, um, I, I mean, I look good. Now, understand, this woman was not in the danger zone. Danger zone! Rather, she was in no man's land. A 36-year-old stripper who had a boyfriend and a man was in the background telling her, be truthful. Say you got a boyfriend. And all she was focused on is city girls, we up, get in the bag, such and so forth. And this is what's this is what happened when we tell women to focus on yourself. Focus on yourself. It only hurts the women. Women who are focusing on yourself, let me show you. I mean, give you, give me, let me tell you something. I'm going to open a call line because I want to hear from the women who think I got it all or we got questions. Because I know the, the women who think that I'm off, but um, I, 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 I beg to differ. I beg to differ. And here's, my, and here's what I believe. 
I believe you may feel like you're winning, but you're getting this. Uh, a pyrrhic victory, a victory that, that inflicts devastating toll on the victor is tantamount to a defeat. A victory when the toll on the winning party does not offset the rewards of success. In the business world, pyrrhic victories often occur in the courtroom when a company wins a judgment, but it costs far exceeds any monetary rewards. Today, in modern dating, modern relationships are a series of pyrrhic victories. You win the battle, but you lose the war. Many, many people wanted, there are many people who wanted me to go on Nicki Minaj's panel or platform and in an unprovoked fashion attack this woman. For what? To get a ooh-ah? To have a world star moment? How would that have helped the outcome of men? Unjustified. Looking for a problem when there was not one to be found. Ooh, ooh, this happened and that. And then conversely, there are people in her chat room asking her to do the same thing. And she's like, I don't have a reason. But see, that's what modern dating and relationships have become for so many people. Pyrrhic victories. You win, but you lose. <laughs> but maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm completely off. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just out here, you know, talking shit. But what I will tell you this is Valentine's Day is coming up Monday. Big Shirley, where's your Valentine? Where, where's your Valentine? Where's your Valentine's Day? I don't need a cookbook. Where, where's your Valentine's Day? I'm a PhD. Where, where's your Valentine? <laughs> Where's your Valentine? I don't need a Valentine. Recording in progress. I got myself. I don't need no ninja. I don't need no man. I'm strong and independent. I'm all right by myself. What I need, what do I need some man to come validate me for? I make $50,000 a year. And then when I retire, I'm going to travel the world. Okay. Ladies only. Where am I wrong? Many women will say, men, here you go. I want to hear why I'm wrong. Because I know there are a lot of women who don't like the fact that we're talking about how they weaponize the possibility of sex. And, and here's the thing. The possibility of sex used to be something that they weaponized, but now women are weaponizing the possibility of everything, relationship, femininity. The possibility of femininity has been weaponized too. How many times have we heard men in general, black men in particular, you ain't got no power, you ain't got this, you ain't got that. You need to make a certain amount of money. If I can, if you make, if you make enough money 
for me to quit my job and retire and live in a life of relative luxury, then you are, then you'll get my femininity. But if I have to do what I'm doing now, absolutely not. How many times have I asked a woman, if you were willing, are you willing to work just as hard in a relationship uh, uh, as you are now? Women have been told that a relationship is supposed to make their lives easier. This is why many women, they don't want, they don't want relationship. They don't want marriage. They want luxury lifestyle. Go back to what I talked about the other day. And I'm like, uh, you want a nanny, a housekeeper and everything else. So effectively you will be incubating a child. Uh, you got to get on camera, man. You got to get on camera. Oh. Unmute yourself. Hello? Why are you in the dark? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, when we talk about things like this, women get really angry. When we talk about anything that makes women make distinctions between the men they're discussing, when we talk about anything that makes women be a, hold women accountable, or when we discuss things that make women be clear with their intended outcomes, intended actions. Women resist. It's like nailing jello to a wall. Modern women have become literal Harry Houdini's escape artists when it comes to being fair dealing, serious minded in a relationship. Yet these that so many of these women are talking about, they want to have somebody they can deal with. You can't build with somebody who's not serious. Unmute yourself. Uh, I'm okay. How old are you? What's uh, what city are you in? Okay. Uh, what do you have to add to the topic? Uh, okay. Well, ma'am. Talking about dinner and about are you, are you married? Are yes, you married? Sir. Huh? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is your husband around? Is your husband around? Um, my husband is actually married women. Um, yes, sir. But it, if you don't know the topic and you're married and you have a kid, um, this subject really doesn't pertain to you. Oh, okay. 
Well, okay. thank you for um, answering for me, and I love your show, and you have a blessed night, sir. You too now. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Uh, go ahead and unmute yourself. Ashley. Okay. Try that again. Unmute yourself. Unmute yourself, Ashley. Ask to unmute. Guys, here's the funny thing. Hello. Hi. How old are you? 23. Are you okay? Hello. <clears throat> Lord have mercy, Jesus. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, I'm, I got people in the, in, the, in the waiting room, but if they don't, they don't have their camera on, I'm not bringing them in. Why is this such an issue for women today? My personal opinion, no facts, no data, statistics, my personal opinion is many women know in places where they're not willing to talk about that they are still operating like uh, teenage girls when it comes to relationships. Many of these women have, you know, their bachelors, their masters, their PhD. I'm a PhD. They, they, they're working, they're out here doing, they, they look like adult women. But when you talk to them about relationship, they don't want to do, talk about anything that's serious, long-term. Think about when I ask a woman, what percentage of all family financial bills? Start asking financial questions and life and, and, and any of these things. And what are most of these, most of these women don't even want to be a wife. They want to basically have a man pay for them. They want a man to pay for them to have his children. And, I, and I'm asking you ladies, so uh, are, are you are you a prize poodle? Meaning, do you have such a high enough pedigree to where a man should pay for your DNA? That's a fair question. I mean, if you want to have a man who's making half a million dollars a year and a housekeeper and a nanny and, and, and a chef and private school, then you're basically going to be sitting in the house doing what? And I'm like, okay, well, then I need to see some pedigree. Papers, please. Hey, why don't we start that? Ladies, if you want to live at that level, then we need to start seeing papers. Papers, please. Then we have the ones over here who have, who are, here we go. Danger zone! 27 to 35. When they should be out of the club phase, out of the party phase, should be into the serious phase of life. But yet they are still moving and dating like seniors in high school or freshmen in college. Yet they want men who are serious. And here's a funny thing. 
I don't really judge whether or not I don't I don't have a I don't say whether or not you should want what you want. I just say can you get it? Can you get it? Can you get what you want is the question. And the funny thing is, what I hear a lot of modern women today is modern women, especially women who want high-value men, especially in our community, are just lazy daters. You ladies don't even know the professions these men have. So you got to get on camera. I got to be able to see you. You don't necessarily have to be on, on YouTube, but I got to be able to see you. Yeah. So, gentlemen, before you spend a, before you, here's the thing, before you give a woman any time, because you need to understand something, that women rank, uh, women rank time differently than men. Women count time as money. Women count time as money. And guys, if you spend, if you give a woman your time, you're basically validating it. Hello? Your first name? Your first name? Why are you not on camera? Excuse me? Mm -mm. I need to see you on camera. After I see you on camera. No, I give you the option. I keep asking you to start. All you have to do is all you have to do is say yes. So, as I was saying, <clears throat> gentlemen, that this is actually a very liberating thing for you as a guy. Because when you take the possibility of sex away from women who are playing games, they don't want to play the game. There are women who get off on playing games with men, dingling, I got them doing this, I got them doing that, do, 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 do. heard it. I've heard women talk about this. They got men in their phone lined up, coffee, Starbucks, rent, phone bill. They don't even have your name. You're listed as number 16. So there is, and here's the thing I'm going to tell the guys, realize there is absolutely nothing you can do to make this work. Zero. Whatever money you've sank into this, write it off. Because this is where a lot of guys get stuck. You get stuck trying to true up, trying to catch up. Write it off. Write it off as a learning experience. Mm -mm. You can go ahead and say something if you turn your camera on. 
well, I think I've already made myself very clear. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, you can add to the topic if you follow instructions. No, I already know who you are. No, 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 no. I've been very clear. I've been very clear. Well, it doesn't, but that doesn't matter. We're not having, okay, I'm not, okay. I'm going to say it as nice as I can possibly say it, because you're just talking to nobody right now. You're talking to a black hole. No one can hear you. So there's no reason to talk. Okay. So like I'm going to go back and talk to the audience. See, see, that's what I'm trying to get you guys to understand. Modern women are so used to having their way. You have belligerent women like the woman who's on the phone right now trying to act like, oh, my camera won't come on. Just tell them no. Let them have their temper tantrums and show their ass and, and let them just have them. They'll cry it out because they have nowhere else to go, guys. That's what you need to realize. Most women have nowhere else to go. They can listen to all these women tell them they're so great and wonderful and, and you got Brad and Chad and you can travel. The average woman earns less than $40,000 a year. They got nowhere to go. And if we got, and you got to start realizing that eventually they will end up just, I'll give you an example. When I was in a, when I lived in the projects, there was a woman who, uh, uh, used to put water on her kid's cereal. She would have milk in there, but she put water on the kid's cereal. I'm like, why would you do that? And she's like, well, they get hungry enough, they'll come eat it. And I was like, oh, think about it. Cornflakes in water. And I'm like, ugh. So we go back in the room and play and such and so forth. I'm like, I had oatmeal or whatever. I felt bad for me. Three, four hours later, you know what happened? Them kids ran back in there and ate their cereal that had been floating around in water for hours. You know what I learned? I learned that when people have no other option, they will eat what's given to them. And the problem is a lot of women have been acting as though they got a lot of other options because they've been told that they can do whatever they want. But if they could do it, why aren't they? And they have made men believe that they can do it too because you were raised by your mama, your auntie, your nene. They've told you they were strong, independent, don't need no man. And when you was a little boy, because we, you thought that these women are so powerful and strong, but the older you get, the more you realize they were just camping. And then they point to, like, yeah, because Meghan Markle and Serena Williams and this and that. Okay, fine. Statistically insignificant. And still, the loudest voices online are women who are rebellious. Because if the, if, the, if, the, if the war stops and women start acting cooperative with men, they will be left. They'll be left, like I said, this person, this person thinks she's talking to somebody. Sweetheart, you making me money. You, she start, y'all hear her? Yeah, and, and, and like they say sitting over there, look at these other women. They're they laughing at her. No one can hear you. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. Poor baby. She just really thinks she's talking. Yeah, see? Oh. <laughs> you stay right where, you stay in the place I put you in. 
Hello, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? Hi, and well, how old are you? All right. So what do you got for me on the topic? What was that? So what do you have for me on the topic? Um, well, I didn't call in to disagree. So, I mean, I kind of agree with you on some things. Okay. But so about you, just women not having choices and stuff like that. When so when you were calling in, you, you were calling in for, for what reason then? Just to say you agree? Not at all. I wanted to hear what it says. Join ladies. I wanted to hear what the ladies were saying. Oh, okay. Well, this is okay. Ladies, I mean, that's fine. But I need you to have something to add to the show. So if you don't have anything to add to the show, that's fine. I'm gonna bring somebody else in. Okay, I'll mute me. Thank you. Well, okay, thanks. Yeah, uh, ladies, please don't just join if you're not going to participate. I mean, you can stay in the chat room for that. Um. Go ahead, um, Antoine. And if, yeah, go ahead. How old are you? Uh, 40. 40? All right. Yes. Um, what do you have to add to the topic? Uh, well, I think I generally agree that you shouldn't kind of sign up for something if you're, if you don't have the proper intentions. And um, I think Generally, people know what they want when they initially enter into uh, an agreement or want to go on a date. But sometimes people are kind of um, unsure of what they want in a relationship. Are you married or are you single? I forgot to ask you. Are you married or are you single? It's okay. Um, I'm divorced. Okay. So what do you mean people don't know what they want? Well, so a person... A person may, a woman may see a man and he may ask her on a date and she uh, may agree and she could be at any place in her life where maybe she's just beginning to get into the dating scene again, or maybe she's been dating for a while um, and maybe she's had some bad situations or, you know, maybe it's not that she's uninterested in him, but maybe she just has some other considerations that may impact or affect how she um, you know, how she's moving through that dating phase. And so while she may not be ready to date, I mean, ready to have sex initially, she may not be, it may not be that she's using him for money or using him for something that's not one to put in I want work. you to understand how, what maybe. men are hearing. What men are hearing is maybe she is, and maybe she's not, and maybe this, and maybe that, and possibly, that ain't got nothing to do with us. Nothing. Okay. You know what that got to do with us? When you get well, your shit together, well, call. No, 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 no. I'll let you go on. You know what that has to do with men? Okay. Respect everything you have to say. When you get your shit together, call me. Mm-hmm. When your when your when maybe is no longer come out of your mouth, call me. Right. I I I think you're right about that. So even though so I think a woman should be in a proper position today. I don't think you should go in kind of you know, half ready or half willing. So, 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 why, so I'm going to have to offer pushback. Then why would you give me that example? Well, because sometimes you don't know. Sometimes when you begin. No, no, no. We don't, see, that's the thing. We don't have to French toast. No, ma'am. You're a grown woman. And the women you're talking about are grown damn women. Would they right. go to apply for a job if they did not plan on showing up to the job? Mm-hmm. 
would they go, would these women you're talking about go apply for a job if they did not intend to show up and do the job? Well, well no. So I, I, I'm not saying. No, ma'am. I didn't stop. Stop. Okay, Stop me. right Sorry. there. We don't. We're not disagree. We're not combating. Mm-hmm. But you need to follow the logic. Mm-hmm. Why would that woman not go apply for a job mm-hmm. if she had the intentions of not showing up? Right. Well, why would she do I that? I don't think you should apply. No, no, no. Um, listen mm-hmm. to what I'm asking. Why, why would she? Right. You said. Yeah, why would well, she listen to that? what I asked. Why would a woman okay. like you describe? Why would a woman? go through the job interview and application process if she full well knew she didn't have any intention to go to the job. Why would she do that? Okay. I, she, um, I know you want, okay, to answer your question, I uh-huh. think she, maybe some women do that. I don't, if she was No, doing ma'am, that, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overcomplicate it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why someone would do that. I, I mean, when I apply for a job and when I go somewhere, I plan to attend. That's the so whole point, I, ma'am. So in other words, she, I ask you, why would, some, why would a woman go apply for a job, go through the application process if she wasn't intending to go to the job? And the answer is, you wouldn't do that. Why? Because it's be a waste of time. Yes. I made it See, what we need point. to get back to, people, is simple answers. You ladies are so used to talking and trying to baffle men with the BS that you can't even be direct. Please forgive me. That, that wasn't my, I'm just saying the women in general, ma'am. I didn't say you in particular. But what I'm saying is everything you were saying, maybe she's this, maybe she's that, maybe she's this, then that woman does not need to be out on a dating market. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I typically agree with that. I don't think a woman should go out with a man if she has no intention of... You typically uh, agree with it? You typically people. agree with it? You typically, I don't think, I don't think a woman should go. I, I don't think a woman should go. I don't think anyone should do anything if they don't have pure or good intentions. They have bad faith or bad intentions. I don't think a person. Then why would you come that. in making? Then why would you come in making possibilities for women to have bad behavior? I don't make excuses for women. Yes, I don't you make did, ma'am. Maybe anyone. you don't. Maybe you guys don't recognize that. But when women like yourself mm. come in. And you start offering up possible reasons why the women do stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know it's wrong. You guys just mm-hmm. don't call it wrong. You just try to explain mm-hmm. it away like there's a reason. Ma'am, there's always I, a reason why what we do what we do. I, I just think that sometimes people, they need to, everyone isn't as aware of themselves as they, they could possibly be. I know you talk about they think they are may not be where they actually are so i don't think it's always bad ma'am we're talking about what percentage of the what percentage of the dating population do you think are just confused and don't know where they are of all the women out there of the women who are dating and mating age what percentage of women are you talking about just guess of uh dating and mating age people who i think um are Dating of the women on the dating market, or, of the one, the the the, the, one, the minds that you're talking about, what percentage of the pop, mm, female population? Does that I, I think a very small percentage of the population. What is that? What is that? What is it? Uh, maybe be, okay. Um, maybe people to people who are the number, just the number, just the number. No need, no, no, no more okay, words. I want to make sure I understand the question. Sorry, um, ma'am. You just okay. said people. Okay, 
Oh, yes, God. please share something. Sorry, I just, I think maybe stop. people are unaware, stop. maybe. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. Take a breath. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just said, you just said that you don't think that people, maybe people aren't where they think they are and okay. That's just like we talk. That's just like we talk about people who are overweight and obese, and we start mm. talking about people who have thyroid conditions. I ask, mm. what percentages of people who are overweight or obese have thyroid? And people say less mm. than five percent. I'm asking the thing you're willing to take time to talk about. What percentage of the women is that? I I think there is a a high percentage of women who are oh, unaware Jesus of themselves. Christ. But I don't, but I don't excuse the conduct. Ma'am, I don't I care think, about the excusing, ma'am. You just said I think it's a okay. small percentage, then it's a high percentage. Well, when you clarify the question, I just, the way I understand This is what I need you guys to understand, different. man. This is, this is, and you're how old again? I'm 40. Do you remember your grandmother or, or your great-grandmother? Yes. Did you grow up around them? Yes. When your grandparents were this age, were they as indecisive sounding as you are? Well, I don't think I sound indecisive, but they were yes, very Yes, you diverse. really do, ma'am. Okay. I because what I, you're doing, I, what you're doing is you're trying to explain or, or give a reason why women may do the wrong thing in dating. And then, then you're trying to justify, well, the reason why they did the wrong thing is because they not, may not be aware why they're doing the wrong thing. And I'm calling bullshit to all of it. And I'm saying, even if it did exist, what percentage of the population is out here unaware that they're really not ready to date because they haven't healed yet or whatever? What percentage of the population is out here moving like, well, I thought I was ready to date, but when I went out, I really wasn't over. What percentage of the population? Um, and, you, and you say it's a large percentage or a small percentage? Which one? Large, small? I, I just think... Large, small, large, small. I think there's a, I don't want to large, call it small, mass, I think large, small, large, small. I think, I think there are more people. Large, who, small, large, <laughs> small, large, small. Okay. I, 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 I don't know if I had to answer that question. I think large, large, you put it out here, ma'am. You put it out okay, here. You take my time. You've taken my audience. And now I'm to the point to where I have to be this direct with you. I didn't put this on the table. I was going with you. But now you're going to have to stand on what you said. Is it a large percentage, yes. more than 50%, or is it less than 50% of the women? I, I think there more than 50%, less than 50%. No other words needed. No, I think, no, 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 no hot sauce, no more or less. Um, probably. See, see what I'm, see what I'm showing you guys. I've given clear parameters and she refuses to go with what I'm asking. It's always going to be what because the fuck I, they want to do. I said large I or small and you keep on adding around. I said more or less and you still, I said no other words needed. All you have to do is follow the answers. Comply, but the, the order 66. Execute the order 66. Comply. I don't with a simple request. I don't want to misrepresent the you, answer. I think then ma'am, now I'm going to get upset. 
Don't give me this bullshit about you don't want to misrepresent what you said. And this is another problem. They want to, they don't want to hold women accountable for shit. And we're not, I didn't ask you if you talk about Brenda, Keisha, Moquita, Linda, Karen. We're talking about women in general, and you still don't want to, ma'am, large, small, 50% 50 or more, 50% or less. Which one is it? Because I'm really about to, then ma'am, you're going to have to go. Then you're going to have to go. Then if you're not, no, you're not going to, if you're going to answer the question, I'm going to move on. More than 50%, less than 50%. That's the only question that's out there. Okay, I'll go with less than 50%. How much less? I don't, uh, maybe 40%? Ma'am, the problem, the reason why we're where we are right now is because you, uh, you brought this case out here. You said, well, I don't think that uh, a lot of people uh, may be as aware as they are. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm saying, okay, then of the dating female public, what percentage of the population? Because you made a smaller case. And I'm saying what percentage? And you have spent the last three minutes avoiding answering what you're talking about. Yes. Well, that's only the only reason I did that. Then why are you talking about it? No, no, I don't want to know why. I want to know why you're talking about something that you can't quantify. Even in, in, I don't need, I don't need numbers that are verified by NASA. I don't need particular, I don't need, no, 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 ma'am. This is important. I don't need numbers that you're going to present to Congress. I just need to know, are you talking about a minority or a majority? Okay. And we have spent the better part of five minutes of you dancing around this. Okay, so I've answered your question. So no, you really haven't, ma'am. You've answered. No, you I haven't. No, no, you haven't. The question I asked you was what percentage of the women I've had to I've had to make it almost at the first grade level to even move the conversation. You have not answered my question. I thought I just answered it by saying forty percent, but no, I that's not my. That was not my I, original question. I asked you what was okay, the, what percentage sure, of female. I said what percentage of female dating population would you think is moving around out here like that? And I'm doing this for a reason, audience. I'm doing this for a reason. Uh I want you to understand, audience, I'm doing this for a reason. The the only reason I say that is because what percentage do I think of women are are not necessarily in a position? I don't date women, so I don't know. But women who are not in a position to to date in a healthy space, I think it's a large percentage of women who are not able to uh, to date in a healthy space. But in terms of what percentage of people do I think are... Um, you know, intentionally doing things that, that, you know, I want the audience to understand that women in general, our women in particular, would rather fucking waste time talking about a tangential point that has really nothing to do with the bulk of what we're talking about. This happens every day on YouTube. Every day. If there are men and women in a space, you are guaranteed to have at least one disruptive agent who will sit there and discuss fringe shit. Anytime you see a panel with men and women, you are almost guaranteed to have one woman who will sit there. Well, I don't know. Well, where'd you get that fact from? 
Well, where this? Where, where? I don't can't verify. Their position is to to not move the conversation one bit. It's to keep it fucking stuck. Remember, she brought this point up. She said, well, hey, maybe there are women like this. Maybe there are women like that. I'm like, okay, well, all right, cool. Maybe they are. But but 100% of the single women out there, what percentage of women we're talking about? And what she didn't want to say is what we all know, probably less than 2%. Probably less than 2%, but let's just even say it was 5%. That means 95% of the women, even if it was 10%, it's still insignificant. We spent five freaking minutes talking about something that does not make a difference. And you know why this is so important? Because this is Generation X. This is the breakdown in, the, in, in our relationships. This is the result Execute of what order we're 66. supposed to be married to and dealing with. But how do you expect us to deal with anybody? You can't even agree. You can't even compromise. You can't even comply to a simple fucking question. We're supposed to be the next ones up after the baby boomers go. That's our role. We're supposed to be teaching the the younger ones coming up. And these are the women? Won't hold them accountable. Won't hold them responsible. Don't want to overspeak. Don't want to generalize. Don't want to say anything to possibly offend. Well, then why the hell are you here? I want you guys to understand that for men over 40, these are the women we were tasked with marrying and moving the culture and the community forward. So when my critics and detractors say, well, how can he give advice? Uh, He's divorced. Being divorced, this doesn't disqualify me from talking about relationship. It actually qualifies me more. I am out here in it. And whether you agree with my tactics or my tone or not, the point is, it is a, in a small percent. But what did I say? Women refuse to make distinctions amongst men, hold women accountable. What did I say? They refuse to make distinctions amongst men, Refuse to hold women accountable and refuse to be direct. Distinction amongst men. Hold women accountable. Be direct. How do you build anything with women who do this? How? We're supposed to lead something? Well, it depends on what the definition of is is. It depends on what this means. It depends on that means. Well, it could be. Could be. Well, you know, I know one person at one time who had three toes, and her three toes kind of threw off balance. And the thing that threw off balance made sure that one leg was shorter than the other. She walked with a limp. Because she walked with a limp, it made her back hurt because she had a back hurt and her head hurt. And when her head was hurting, she couldn't always have a clear thought, so her thoughts were always jumbled because those three toes. And that really impacted on her decision-making on, on, on relationships and shit. So if she had five toes, she might have had better posture and thus not had so many 
many headaches and migraines, you might have been a better ass wife or some shut the French toast up. Yeah, if you're gonna try to troll, you should do better than that. You can't do that. You can't really troll me. I'm too good for you. See, I see you trolls coming a mile away. Do, 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 do. So. No, man, we're, we're done. There's no, there's nothing else for us to talk about. I don't, and I don't want to be mean to you. Um, I really don't. I'm going to ask you to leave. You can go ahead and do that. Thank you. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's do that, shall we? Oh, uh, see, when we have, when you have a group of women who are just non-compliant, refusing to, refusing to, it's like so many of our, our women, so many women today, so many women today really believe that they are superior to men. Not our equals. They believe we're inferior to them. They believe we're not as smart. We don't know what we're talking about. And because they can't necessarily beat you, what they want to do is frustrate you. Many women want to frustrate you, especially when you start talking about logic, facts, data, statistics. They go to the feelings area and they want to drag you down to their level and then kick your ass with experience. But see, if you just resist the urge to, to need to be right, shout out to Chris Rock, if you just can get over the urge to need to be right, you can see through their BS. Because here's what happens. For all women, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. And they can say whatever they want, however they want, but at the end of the day, the question becomes, don't talk about the black men you don't want to be with, the white men. Don't talk about the men you don't want to be with. Don't need to hear what's wrong with the men you don't want to be with. Only thing I talk to women about is the men they want to be with and then why you're not with them. Why? Because if you talk to women about the men they want to be with, it removes all of the cynicism and complaints. The store, I want you to go to the store that has the kind of man you want. And the only question becomes can you afford it? And therein has a different conversation. What you find is most women cannot, N-O-T not, afford the kind of man they want. So, that was cool. Huh. Much I appreciate it, my friend. So you're here for what reason? Oh, no, no, no. You have to be on camera before before anybody hears you. 
Okay, you have to be on camera first. See, I, I'm pretty simple about one basic thing. Don't overtalk me because that's rather rude. As a host, I have to run that show. And two, if you can't comply with the simple request, then there's no need to have a conversation. Okay, so do 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 do. So here we go. I know, right? All right, guys, it's twelve sixteen. But here's something I'm also tell the guys. One thing I want to tell the men in general, black men in particular, work on your ability to differentiate. Just because you made the first woman that came on, I ask questions before I before you don't before you pass judgment. Make sure you know what you're judging. Don't be like so many women today and refuse to make distinctions. Don't fall, because you can't talk about women refusing to make distinctions, holding women accountable, and being direct if we're doing some of the same things. That's why you have so many women in general, so many of our women in particular, they, they, I don't like his content, this, that, da, 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 and they don't watch a thing that I say. They don't watch my show, they watch clips, and clips of clips. So at the end, what it comes right down to is you, as a woman and a man or a man, you could decide who you interact with. Now, when you have a public platform like this, you kind of have to take it as a come. But in my personal life, look, man, don't if people don't agree with you and they can't tell you why they disagree, because I'm open to hearing a different argument, but not just one based on your feelings. If you have a different argument, you have some feet, you have something to back it up on. I am open to changing my mind. I'm open to evolving, and I'll give you a case in point. Three, four years ago, maybe four or five years ago, I was really, really against state-sponsored marriage. Very much against it. Why? Well, because the family court system has evolved into being a weapon against most men. Now people say you're pro-marriage. Well, you have to understand a nuanced position. I'm pro-marriage when a man can be in a position of leadership. I've said it many times. Average men, I think marriage is a bad deal for an average guy today because of the mindset of the typical modern woman towards the average guy. See, that's a nuanced position. That's not pro-marriage. That's not anti-marriage. Just like politics. I don't get into politics, but I'm much more of an independent. Meaning you judge the situation. And I will tell you this, especially in our community, I think the men are far more willing to be independent-minded and judge women based upon the woman versus the versus the archetype. This is why distinctions are so important. When you deal with a critic or detractor, push them to make a distinction and directly clarify what they're talking about. And if it's not you, 
Cool. Do 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 do. All right, I got about another. Uh, I don't know about ten more minutes. So anywho, ah, uh, this has been good. Headed to Miami next week. Miami is going to be off the chain next week. Got some big, some good things happening down there. If you're in the Miami area, if you see your, your godfather, fist bump, elbow bump, give me a pound. That's what's up. Um, but I'm going to be announcing when I get out into the, go out into cities, get out to the field. Uh, and if you are a man who verifiably has his shit together and you're looking to build a network and be of use to others and the group and you're single out here looking for your whatever situation, whether you're looking for a wife, executive wife, whatever you're looking for, when I hit the city, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have an inbox, a mailbox for the guys to say that stuff, because I want to start profiling more men who have their stuff together. And conversely, if you're a woman in the cities I'm going to and you got your shit together, as we talk about it over here, I would love to have these men and these women be in the same room. Because that's one way you beat all this. You let all the people who say this, they say that, the da da da. You know what beats all of it? One of the best things that, that challenges a narrative is results. When you're starting to see couples get together, black couples get together, black marriages, black families reunited, forming, kids being made, businesses being formed, alliances, relationships, what do you hear from the critics and detractors? What do you, what do you hear from the critics and detractors? He gay. He gay. Look at him. He ate his mama. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh-huh. 50, all these ready. What, what? Hmm? What were the results? And you got to get, you got to come to a point to where you even ask, if you're a critic or a detractor, what are you really against? And what it really is, most people who are against what I'm talking about are women who are against uh, hierarchical relationship here men here women here children there they don't want that especially well take that back scratch 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 with a black man right here because see there are many women who may who will be okay with that mean old patriarchy kind of stuff as long as it's not Damien. <laughs> if it's Damien, ah, I can't have that. But if it's Daryl, cool. Uh, so go ahead. Start your video. If you don't start your video, you can't come in. I've said that before. Uh, you need to get on the camera. I can't I can only see the your, your corner of your head. I can only see the corner. I need you to get all the way on camera. Yeah. Uh, 
Last name K. You need to get all the way on camera or I won't put you on. Okay, well, bye-bye. Trolls get so mad because they want to get on. <laughs> they be mad. They're like, ooh, I just need to. Trolls are your best marketing. Look at them. Uh, hey, chick, let me go ahead and help you out. Let me send you a message real quick. Don't raise your hand. Don't say nothing. Do, 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 do. All right, well, do, 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 do. I can show you better than I can tell you. Um, here we go. So at the end of the day, modern women have weaponized probability, possibility. I mean, excuse me, scratch, misspeak. At the end of the day, modern women have weaponized possibilities. It used to be just the possibility of sex. Now it's the possibility of femininity, the possibility of cooperation, the possibility of submissiveness, even the possibility of loyalty and relationship. So much so that women have become, have, have OD'd on possibility to now they become a danger to themselves. The possibility that they have weaponized against men is now destroying their outcomes. Destroying their outcomes. How else can you have women who are almost 40 years old talking about they don't want to settle while they out here freezing eggs. How do you think I'm 40 years old talking about they don't want to settle freezing eggs in people's DMs and inboxes talking about, hey, big head. Winter is coming. When winter is coming. And then you ask them about it, they get angry. Holy shit, look at that rabid hyena just ripping this guy's nuts off. And I know Shirley be mad at me. Shirley, I didn't do it. Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. But, you know, like I always say, we're going to get around. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Your godfather does what he does, does what he does. <laughs> why? Why, 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 why? This is a certified hood classic. Peace out.